Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is um, June 17, 2021. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy MPC does conduct Zoom uh, conferences every single day. For those people who are in the conference, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hand. We will, you will be announced with your name to ask the question. Kiran? Hi, Rahul. How are you? Good. How can I help you? Um, so, Rahul, uh, I have a couple of questions. Um, first question is, you know, my priority date is November 2011, and mm -hmm. it's already uh, current in uh, EB3. Mm -hmm. um, my question is, you know, it looks like, you know, um, mine might be uh, current, final for EB2 probably next couple of months. What I'm thinking is uh, my 140 is already approved, 485 is done, biometric is done, um, and waiting for the EAD or GC, whatever that takes in precedence. But do you think I should be also applying in um, EB2? Why? AOS? Why? You already have an I-140 approval and EB3 is well advanced. Even if it goes back, the, you will be very great advantage in EB3. Why? What is the love you guys have on EB2? Um, it's not. Uh, I already have 140 EB2. Um, even but you have I'm already, but but you, you already have the EB3 downgrade approval right now. That's right. I don't see any reason, any reason to confuse the USCIS. I don't see any uh, reason to make immigration trial rich at the expenditure of you. I was thinking EB2 is a horse and EB3 is a donkey. Horse is faster, so hoping. I changed the word to camel. Okay, after you guys keep on okay. saying that. Okay. In the desert, camel runs much better. I changed. Somebody said, you're using a bad word, sir. I apologize for it. Uh, I don't care how I reach the destination, guys. One thing is that I don't want to stay in the, in the, in, in the ride all the time. I want to reach the destination. Whichever comes, brings me faster, I'll, do, I'll go that one. I will not do... I, you should not do file the 484 right now. That is not a good decision. Okay, Next person, please. The, uh, Oh, one other question. Sure, cool. uh, yeah. um, my wife, uh, H4EAD expires December 25th, 2021. Uh, we have less time, like less than six months. Um, do you think I'll be in a safe place um, to get my EAD by then? Or do you want us to apply EAD? Uh, sorry, H4 and EAD. Uh, so you have six months left, is right still? Yes. Six months. Yeah, you filed in October. I'm pretty sure the EAD definitely will come. Most probably a green card, if not at least EAD should be coming. Okay, cool. Thank you, I appreciate it. Akshay? Uh, hi Rahul, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, uh, I have a question related to the birth certificate. Mm -hmm. My last name in the birth certificate just has the initial. And, uh, Gayatri, uh, can you put the, can you put the, what I put yesterday, do you have a copy of it? Yes, Rahul, I just sent it to everyone. Okay, um, yeah. You have a birth certificate. You have what? Sorry. Uh, my my last name, uh, it has just the initial. It doesn't spell out the entire last name. And uh, same goes with my father's uh, last name as well. They put the init just the initial for both. Perfectly fine. You're good. I don't see any problem with that. Oh, all right. That's all I wanted to pass. Thank you. Next person, please. Parish. Hey, Raul. Uh, this is Parish. Uh, thanks for taking my question. So... Uh, my priority date is uh, EB2, uh, February 2015. Now, as you have been recommending, uh, I'm applying. I'm planning to downgrade to EB3 and, and planning to apply in a premium to get it approved before the October. Now, say don't, 
I didn't say apply in premium, sir. Apply in the regular processing, convert into premium at a later date. Okay, even okay. even if you are doing it in advance. Yes, the reason is that since you don't have the, you don't have the, uh, you don't have the, um, you don't have the, uh, the labor has been expired for more than six months. It's better that you do. Uh, it's better that you do regular and convert into premium later on. Okay. Okay. Now just just one follow up. So say we are doing in premium, but say for example we are getting RFE or whatever reason, uh, we are not getting approval by October. You can still file the four eighty five with the receipt number. Oh, with the with the pending for one forty, I can apply four eighty five. Yes, absolutely. All right. Thank you very much. Prasad. Uh, hello, Rahul Garu. This is Prasad here. Uh, my priority date is in the EB2 category in November uh, 5th, 2013 with my previous employer. I'm joining back to my previous employer. Since the company name has been changed of my previous employer, uh, they are actually filing the amendment for I-140 for company name change. Along with that, they are also downgrading my EB2, which was approved previously uh, to the EB3 category. Uh, is it a good approach to go at this moment of time to downgrade for my case? Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt. Okay. Uh, and uh, following to that question, because the company name has been changed, in case, in future, if EB2 category moves faster, can I still able to come back to EB2 category because I'll be having approval for EB3 when I downgrade it? No, you have to file one more, uh, one more uh, amendment for I-140, not with the previous I-140. Okay, even with the company change also, I had to file one more I-140 approved, uh, one right. more I-140 for EB2. That's right, you can do so. So, but I don't need to go for firm and then I-140 and all, right? If if the if the new company is a successor of interest, no, you don't have yeah. to. Other, if they're not successor of interest, they wouldn't have filed an amendment anyway. So I see that they are successor of interest. Awesome, okay. In that case, I can still come back to EB2 category in case if EB2 goes for... Uh, uh, current in my case. I don't know why you guys are so crazy about EB2. It just, it just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, what is that thing, you have? Uh, nothing actually, Rahul. Only thing is in case if EB2 moves faster. Uh, you told EB2 me goes. that, but where does it say that EB2 will move? Anyway, I am tired of it. I'm fine. It's up to you guys. You know, we want to make money. Why not? Next person, please. Yes, you have to file one more amendment to bring the I-140 back. Okay. EB2. Thank Next you, person, Rahul. please. Lakshmi Kant. Next Hi, time Rahul. somebody prefers EB2, I'll have to shoot myself. Go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Uh, are you able to hear me? Yes, Lakshmi Kant. Okay. Uh, my EB2 priority date is 22 March 2011. I-140 receipt date is 20 September 2011. I-140 approved... Wait, 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 one more time, sir. Okay. One more time. Uh, EB-2 priority date is 22 March 2011. I-140 receipt date is 20 September 2011. I-140 approved date is 28 February 2012. The number of days I-140 was pending for 161 days. My son's date of birth is 27 April 2000. As of 1st July, whatever the July visa bulletin came, 
my priority date is going to be current. So now my question is, is my son child age is going to be locked as per the CSPA rule on 1st of July? Um, Let me give this, you background, okay? I, I, so I, I, I got the, first, wait, 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 wait. If you add the 161 days that the I-140 is pending, when is he becoming 21? If you deduct the 161 days. Yeah, so uh, my son date of birth is 27 April 2000. Now, I am I'm very hard to calculate because I have to go to online to calculate the age exactly. So when is he becoming 21? He already become 21 on 27 April 2021. Why don't you deduct 161 days and tell me when he's becoming 21? Oh, okay. So I have to deduct and then... You are a math guy. A... You are supposed no, to do no, the math. I... Not me. No, I will give you another scenario, right? So no, you are not, giving... not giving another scenario because these are life-turning events and you want me to answer yes or no. I want calculations to be done very properly and you do the homework and come to me though, okay? I'll give you preference if you come next time, but I don't, I'm not going to do it right now, but if you pay me consultation, then I'll do the calculation. You do the calculation of 161 days and come back to me. Sorry about that. Next person, please. Because this is life-changing decisions. I can't just say yes or no. Next person, please. Shivnath? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, uh, just one question. Um, my priority date is uh, December 2016. Um, and with the October visa bulletin, uh, not sure whether the, it would filing, uh, the filing date will move until, but in preparation, uh, if in case that uh, date moves, uh, the filing chart moves beyond 2016 December for EB2, uh, you have mentioned a couple of times that we can do it uh, with the minimum token amount. I just wanted to get those specifics, like how much uh, minimum. First is is your, com is, case, your uh, is your company is your company going to what, what is your company is going to approve to go with outside lawyers? You have to check with your company. Yes, I did check. Yes, they said yes. Which company is it? Uh, my organization. Yeah. Uh, I work for call. Cognizant. Cognizant is good. We work with Cognizant. Um, there is a link we provided in there. If you click on the link, then we'll give you the information. It's there. It's provided in the chat. Okay. Sure. Okay. Or I you can drop an that. email. You can draw, draw an email. Uh, drop an email to info at RNLA group. But if you provide the, if you uh, if you click on the link and you fill out your name and email address, then it'll send you all the information to you. Okay. Sure. Thank Cognizant you. is right. good. We are working. And did you say it's EB two or EB three though? EB2. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah. One thing is that we are not going to downgrade for you. You already know that, okay? Yeah, Cognizant does not allow. Okay, just want to make sure we are on the sorry. record, okay? Next right. question, please. Thank you. Suma? Um, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for doing this for us. Um, my question is, I have approved I-140 uh, from Company A. Uh, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. um, I yes. have approved, approved I-140 from Company A. And I moved to company um, company B. Meanwhile, uh, company A was acquired by different company, but it is operating under the same name. 
Now I have an offer from company A. Uh, if I join back to company A, do I have to do uh, labor again? You said to me, you said to me that company A has been acquired by some other company. That means that they took the stock, the existing company remained as it is, and it's running its business. Just the ownership has changed. If that's the case, you don't need to file anything, ma'am. You're good to go. Now, if the, if the company tax, if the company ceases to exist and they actually move to a different company, we call the second company a successor of interest. If they meet the successor of interest, that means that they're going to take the assets and liabilities of the, of the immigration though. At that point of time, you have to file an amended I-140. Still no labor certification. Amended I-140. Now, the third scenario is the company A or the other company that acquired. Now, the company A ceases to exist. The other company, the other company does not take the responsibilities and assets of the immigration. Then you have to file entire palm labor certification again. Next person, please. Naga. Hi, hi Rahul. Uh, can you hear yes, me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yes, I can. Yeah, you look great on that T-shirt. Thank you, thank you. My wife said that too. <laughs> today. So uh, my priority date is tenth uh, April, twenty thirteen, EB three, and uh, I was with a company A, uh, which is got approved. And uh, I moved to company B on 2019, uh, but uh, I have a good relationship with company A. They filed my 485 and 765 everything in October. So even still, I'm not working with them because they said that I can join back them when we got EAD, but they are not issuing EADs these days. And I asked them, I'm not in your payroll, but the, my 485 is in pending right now. Will it impact my green card? They said that, it should not. You can join us back whenever you get green card only because we don't want to file one more H1B right now and spend money and, you know. So so thing. you filed you filed the additional status in October, right? Yeah, October 2020. Yes, at the same time when it's current. And is, is there any I-140 ap applied or just 485? No, I-140 is long time back. In 2013 itself, got I got, got I-140 approved. So, so some people downgraded. You didn't downgrade Okay. No, mine is straightforward EB3 because I'm... Yeah, working. I mean, it, that's... You don't have to technically... It's only the job offer they require and you must have the job offer. So you yeah. practically meet all the requirements though. So you take... It's okay if, uh, if you don't have to join that. You still should get the green card. Should not have any problem. Yeah, they have 200 people and their their means their turnover is good, I think, in, term, in terms of those things. That, that's good. Then you're good. You can do one thing, though. If you want to get out of the clutches of that company, though, you can have your current company file a 485J supplement. Oh, the current company? Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm not changed my employer at all. I'm still with the company B. I never had a green card with them. I'm on H1B. I know, I know. But company B can take over the green card right now, filing a simple application called 485J supplement. Yeah. Once I have the green card, I don't want to stay with company B at all. So I have a job offer. I have a project. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter though. Still, okay. company A can pull the plug out of you right now. Okay. But I want to stay with company A only because, yeah, because I, I have. So you're more, you have more confident with company A. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're the best. Oh, that's fine. You're good then. You don't have to worry. Don't do anything wrong. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rahul.
Thank you. Next person, please. Yes. Uh, hello, Rahul. Uh, can you yes, hear sir. me? Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, so my question is, um, I have my I-140 approved. Uh, priority date is February 2016, EB2. Um, um, should I prepare the package? I mean, I heard about the, the offer. I mean, the things you offer for the... Uh, one, one thing, uh, EB2 2016 is right? Correct. Which company though? Uh, it's a pharmaceutical short clinical services. Yeah, you can. But if you want to go with outside lawyers, you have to check with your company. Yeah, to that's do it. my other question. Okay. Yeah. And second are... thing is that if I were you, I would try to downgrade the application right now. Uh, so is that, I mean, according to you, is there good chances to get covered within EB3 if I downgrade and then get it by October? Yeah, because then you will have two tickets. You can go in either of those things. So I can still have my EB2 uh, mm -hmm. valid if I downgrade? That is right. Yeah, you downgrade it. EB2 is not going unless somebody withdraws it or revokes it. You're good. So you I, as you said, I can ride on two horses and whichever goes fast, I can I can get it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I would call a horse and a camel. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. You will not be riding on two, two of them. You'll be having availability of two of them. So if I ride on horse and then camel goes faster, I can switch back to camel. You can switch in between. You can switch in between also. But only question is like uh, the switching time does not impact uh, anything or does it take any longer? Still, I'm with the same company. I, there is a problem with the switching. I'll tell you later on though. Right now, the best thing for you to is that get in the boat. All right. Okay. Perfect. Thank okay. you so much. Yeah. And, and to get in the boat, you have to reach the boat. I will have horse and camel, both available. Whichever comes first, I'll go into that one, okay? Thank you. Next person, please. Samir. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my question. So I had a question regarding AC21 portability for EB1B category. So uh, if uh, the I-140 is approved and I-485 has been pending for more than 180 days, how does the... AC21 portability uh, apply in this case. Does the new employer have to, you know, satisfy the same requirements for EB1B? Yes, they have to require the, they have to satisfy the same requirements for EB1B. And unlike EB2 and EB3, EB1B is a little bit more stricter things compared to EB2 and EB3. So unless you meet very clear criteria. Let's say you are doing in a pharmaceutical industry and you are going to another pharmaceutical industry or so, I would not move to the next company to do the AC21. And then remember uh, that the other company also must have other researchers working in the similar field if they are not, only you are there, that may still be a minus point for you. Okay, okay. That, that makes sense. The, okay. Another question, does it matter where the I-485 is being processed, whether it's at Nebraska Service Center or at National Benefits, Benefits Center? No, I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter that much. Things will move, once, one time this will move forward, one time that will move forward. It doesn't matter that much for me. All right, great. Thank you. One other question, please. Next person. Good morning, Rahul Garu. Uh, my on. question is, I got a RFE on I-485J uh, because the I-140 has the previous employer's name and the previous company was totally acquired as a successor in interest uh, with the 
by company B. So uh, the company B did, did not file a I-140 amendment, like you're saying. Amendment. Yeah, and, yes. and the, the thing is, the owner of the company B was one of the partners of company A, actually. That, that, that doesn't, they still have to meet the, so, so the company and company B, is company B a successor of interest of the company A? Still, you didn't file an amendment. That's definitely is not a good thing at all. So in the beginning, when, when that was the case, uh, the lawyer said, we don't need to file an I-140 amendment, I believe. And now when the RFE yeah. came, uh, they are saying it's, it, it's okay. You know, it's one of those good RFEs where we know that at least they are working on your case. And, uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't that say that. I wouldn't say that it's definitely you're out. I would recommend that you have a consultation with a person called Ryan Vick in our office. Um, okay. Gayatri is going to put the name R-Y-A-N-W-I-C-K. This guy, we have we are facing a lot of those RFEs right now. So he has good knowledge about those. Okay, we have actually responded to the RFE, Rahul. Uh, the, the, the attorney was saying that, you know, just with the documents of the company, it is fine. We can we can handle. This. I, I I'm not telling yes or no, but I, that guy has more expertise than I have. We haven't. We we, we got more RFPs recently on that front though, where the company refused to do the amendment, and then we gave an offer to the employees, and the employees didn't want to pay for the amendment. Some of them, some of them paid for the amendment. So we responded to the RFP, but we haven't got any negative or positive results yet. We only responded to them like 10, 15 days ago. Can that uh, amendment RFE made premium? Can, can that be done in premium? It can be it, it can be filed in regular and can be converted to premium later on. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. I don't have concerns about filing I-140 again. Usually my employer takes care of the you know expenses. So do you think we should go with that amendment? Are you did you maintain the H1B status? Yes, all the way through. Even now I'm maintaining my H1B. Yeah, you definitely wait until uh, wait until what results come out, but maintain the H1B until you know you're in a good shape. Okay. My final action date is current according to the July. Uh, yeah, wait, wait until what the results come in. Okay. If the results fail, then I want you to file an amendment and then file for a fair again. What do you mean fail? Do you do you do you think the I I four eighty five will be rejected completely? There is a slight chance for it. Oh, okay. Okay, I will I will better consult with Ryan Wick then and see. Okay then. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Ram. Thank you. So my question is, um, one of my friend uh, have a H1B in 2015, but till now he didn't use, still he's in India. So six years completed. So can I use that H1B? When you say he had a H1B, was he here in the country on H1B? No. He never used it. He didn't go. Wait, 797. He didn't. Did he got the H1B stamped in the passport? No stamp. Just a, he got 797 approval documents. That's it. He didn't Technical, go. Technically speaking about, unless you get the stamping or if you have an I-94 valid with the H1B, you are not counted towards the number. Okay. Okay, the six years is not a not a matter, but the, he never was counted towards the H1B number, so he has to go to the lottery system. Next person, please. Thank you, Satish. 
Thanks a lot, Rahul, for taking the call. I hope you are doing good. So, Rahul, I have one question. Uh, I think pretty much you answered to so one of the guy, but I would like to ask again. So, my priority date is on October 14, 2015. Uh, I'm on EB2. So, I reached out my employer and asked him to downgrade uh, to EB3. And uh, they said, you know, they, they, they are willing to do that. But uh, all I have a question that, like, you know, what if I find the downgrade now and my I-140 is still not approved under EB3 and by the time the October comes at the filing date or final action date moves under EB3, can I still file an I-485? Absolutely, you can file. While the I-140 is pending, you can file the 485 application if the priority date becomes current for the underlying I-140, which is still pending. So is that current or is that even applicable for a filing date? Too? For a filing date also. Filing date also. Okay, thank you. I have one more question, Tom, if you don't mind. Like, you know, sure. uh, do we have any update from you on the H4 and the H4 EADs that are what's going on, the litigation? They are not approving along with the H1Bs right now. Okay. Because I was, I, uh, I was joined one of the litigation uh, from your, like, you know, from your office and uh, back in uh, now, uh, I think so, you know, before last year. So that time, you know, I got uh, my wife EAD in a week of time. Yeah. So still doing I know, that but, but we, no, we, are, we were very successful in the litigation, but later on the USCIS has started challenging. We sued them in the class action, but we are not doing that. It's not successful anymore. So they're not doing the okay. litigation anymore. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you so much, Rahul. We have a lot of bad references because at the end, we got a lot of denials. Please go to Google and review us saying that you got approved in one week. We don't get any of those things. My case was been filed. These people ripped off the money. That's what they tell us about us. We stopped doing it because now we are getting, we're not getting the approvals like the way we used to. Next person, please. Challa? Uh, hi, uh, Rahul. This is Chalapati. I think, are you able to hear me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Rahul Garu, I have some small question. Uh, actually, I got EAD, uh, but uh, the thing is, uh, my attorney filed it on October 30, uh, my 485 and 765 and 131. And uh, December 31st, uh, I filed for my, de my derivatives. And also at that time, also he filed me for 765 and 131. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, my, since he filed two sets for me, uh, my mm -hmm. attorney suggested uh, to withdraw one of the set, which is filed on December 31st. Mm -hmm. So I sent my withdrawal letter to uh, Missouri Center, but uh, a month, month back I sent it, but I got the EID from Missouri Center. Is it that withdrawal letter is going to cause any issue for me? Did you get the first one or the second one? I got the second one. Uh, I'm thinking about it. If you get the withdrawal confirmation, you should not use them. Mm, I didn't get any confirmation. If you don't, you can use them. Okay, but I'm not planning to use that. But uh, is there any way I can inform them uh, I'm okay, I need not to withdraw? Yeah, good, good, good. Send an email, send a mail to them. Oh, they will accept the mail? Doesn't matter. Just be on the record sending it. Okay. And what about, uh, yeah, man, and as per July visa bulletin, my, my priority date is current. And uh, in my 485, if I see in case uh, history, it was showing up uh, invalid, invalid date. Is it, uh, is it, do we need to worry anything on that? Try to, try to contact Emma and check with her what's going on on it. 
uh, or raise a service request also white says that to see if they will raise a service request take the service request online okay okay yeah thank you so much rahul i'll take the last caller guys it's 12 o'clock i have another conference that i need to move on um please uh, go through the links that i provided uh, with regards to the birth certificate and also with regards to if you want to use our services for filing the pre preparing the 485 application um uh, uh and one one of the guys were asking question on the chat is hey how do we do uh, how would do we do inter filing uh, uh uh biometrics no you can't do anything about biometrics you have to be invited for the biometrics right now um there's nothing you can do about it the last caller today kathik ganesh rahul garu thank you andy i have only one question can i downgrade my i140 without working uh, with my yes. old employer uh, can can yes, we do that for yes, and can. can we apply i140 downgrade and 485 uh, same time uh, can you apply my priority downgrade i485 because my my priority date is uh, December twenty twelve in EB two two EB two. You can, you can, you can. Thank Absolutely you so you much, can. sir. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, guys, for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at three thirty.